pain in my knees and ankles. I do it all the time. I'm up and down the stairs all the time. So Rob, you know, Mr. Wisdom, my husband, he tells me, listen, you have to articulate your feet and your ankles and your knees. You have to work through the pain. Again, metaphorically, this is us in life, right? Can't avoid it. You have to work through the pain. He's like, so when you walk down the stairs, every step, take your time. He goes, what I do, this is hilarious. What I do is I hear the circus music in my head. Can you do it? Because I... We're shedding our masks and breaking down walls. Hell, we may even drop our drawers. That's right. We're going commando with Angela and Dana. Hi, my name is Dana Sardano, and this is Angela DeMarco, and we are Going Commando. Uh, Going Commando is a little show that we put together to um, to accentuate our potty mouths and our inability to have any sort of filter in any situation. So here we are, Going Commando, with you today, and uh, thanks for joining us. Angela, what's going on? Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Dina. Um, yeah, so um, we will get into this whole episode, but we have a couple things to discuss this morning <laughs> that are very important. <laughs> and I wasn't even there, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, Dana, my God. Tell us what happened when you oh, fell down your stairs. All right. So let's just say that my twelve-year-old <laughs> came into my my twelve-year-old came into my bedroom this morning, and with a smile on her face, I already knew. With a smile on her face, she's like, "How's your body?" I'm like, "Get out." Then my husband rolls over and looks at me and just smiles. I'm like, "You shut your mouth." So. <laughs> your family is so supportive, just like your friends. Oh my God. Oh my God. So just to give you a little bit of a backstory for, me, for anybody who doesn't know this about me, you know, I, I was diagnosed with RA about seven years ago. And even though I, through healthy means have, have, uh, created a healthy and happy, well lifestyle for myself, I still have issues. Like I still like struggle with my knees. I struggle with my ankles. They actually are a tell for me about, um, you know what I mean? Like when I'm working too hard and stuff like that. But going up and down the stairs is a bitch on my knees and ankles all the time. And I'm sure, uh, Angela, I'm sure you could relate to this. I'm sure anybody who's listening or watching could relate to this. When we have areas in our life that bring us tenderness, discomfort, soreness, whether it be metaphoric or or physical, we avoid them. We, we, um, uh, we uh, overcompensate for them, right? Like we do that, like, oh, no, no, it's fine. So when I walk down the stairs, because my knees and ankles are such an issue, I hold on to the railing so tight to the point where I can feel the heat on my hands. And I, you know, I overcompensate for the pain in my knees and ankles. I do it all the time. I'm up and down the stairs all the time. So Rob, you know, Mr. Wisdom, my husband, he tells me, listen, you have to articulate your feet and your ankles and your knees. You have to work through the pain. Again, metaphorically, this is us in life, right? Can't avoid it. You have to work through the pain. He's like, so when you walk down the stairs, every step, take your time. He goes, what I do, this is hilarious. What I do is I hear the circus music in my head. Can you do it? Because I... Right? So I've been doing that and I've actually graduated. I told you fucking ridiculous. I actually graduated to staying alive because that's what they do for CPR. Uh, 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 staying alive, right? right? 
So I, so I, you know, I, I, it's depending on my mood, right? I'm either in the circus and stayed alive, right? So last night, everybody, everybody goes to bed. Good night, girls. Good night, everybody. And I just was about to get better. I realized I have, there's so many, there's so many things that tell you about Dana Sardana when this, no. I realized I forgot to feed my frogs. So I go down to the refrigerator where I keep their live worms, which also makes sense, right? So as I'm going downstairs, there's two flights, right? So, and I'm like, wow, this is really good. I've been doing this for a while. This really worked, right? So then, I hit the landing, and as I'm going down the second flight, we're talking about eight stairs, right? I do like the first three. I get cocky. No, no hands. No hands. So, but, but like, I know, man. I know. It's funnier than I imagined. Oh, it's ridiculous. All of it is ridiculous. Like the third step, my heel slips. No hands, right? I slip and I go down five steps, right? So the first one, it's like, ow. I actually heard the fuck come out of my mouth, the second or third step. Because I actually thought, oh, Rob's going to get mad that I'm yelling curse words in the house. Kids, you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, ow, shit, ow, fuck, ow, 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 right? But it's like, so did fucking circus. So now I'm at the bottom of the stairs and I hear, well, Dana, where are you? You can't because Rob's upstairs and the kids, because you don't know where it came from, right? And everybody comes running out and I'm yelling, ah, nothing's broken. Nothing's broken. But I'm in so much pain. And then I'm crying. I'm like kind of crying because I'm scared. Like it was yeah. like, oh God, like I like fell downstairs. So I'm scared, but I already see the humor in it, right? Right. And I'm yelling now. I can hear myself, right? I'm like outside of my body. I can hear myself yelling i got too cocky i got too cocky and i'm yelling cocky right i'm cocky i'm cocky so the girls the girls come running out they're concerned rob comes down he comes in front of me rob is such a safe he's trying to help me up but i'm yelling cocky and he's trying to lead me to the bathroom <laughs> or i went cocky i don't know what he thinks but he definitely thinks it's bathroom related because we did you know we did a post-mortem after the whole thing <laughs> So I'm like, so now I'm like, all right, I get up and okay. Now they're all dying. Yaya, I swear to God, looks like she's going to hyperventilate. And I'm just, and of course I deserve it because, you know, God forbid somebody stubs their toe. Oh my God. It's like on Comedy Central in my house, right? So, so I got up. But when I tell you, oh my God, but when I tell you, it hurts. I mean, I'm all bruised up. It hurts here. My, my hip, I already have a big bruise. My left ankle all banged up my right like two of these toes like the piggy that like i think stayed home and had room <laughs> i'm not sure it was piggies but like i rug burn them like oh. everything so every time i move i'm like oh so every like point that you could hit when you fall down <laughs> i hit my top oh my god i bit my tongue <laughs> yeah like, Oh my god so rob later when we were talking about it he's like you don't understand all i heard was thump and he goes, in that moment, I'm like, well, she dropped something. And then I heard, so I'm not, I'm not at my best today, but it was hilarious. It was, yeah, yeah. I fell down. I'm okay. It was hilarious. <laughs>
It's so much funnier than I even imagined. I'm sorry. It was hilarious. It was the fact that I was singing the circuit circus yeah. in my head made it even funnier because it just turned into this giant circus. But, oh my god! Well, I'm glad you didn't really hurt anything. And totally. you're looking like I'm like him. all over in pain. I'm like if when you know when you get into a fender bender, but you're fine. But the next mm -hmm. day, you're like, oh, ow, e. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe I should sue. No. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, right. I was thinking. I was like, I was thinking about one of these things around here. <laughs> anyway, so yeah i just ate up a handful of minutes so that's okay that was really worth every, <laughs> every second that you spoke so um that was awesome and i'm glad you're okay and i'm glad you didn't like twist an ankle or do anything that's exactly so exactly yeah i did the full mental assessment that's why i was like i'm yelling things like again i was being cocky i'm cocky <laughs> cocky and nothing's broken because i know rob rob will have yeah. like you know rob will lose his mind so i had to like alleviate his concern. <laughs> Did the frogs ever get fed? Frogs got, oh, listen, I'm a freaking trooper. I got right up, went right okay. to the fridge, took my, and anybody who's curious about why I had uh, worms in the refrigerator, I've got worms, um, is because the mealworms, when they're at a certain temperature, it puts them into, nobody cares, but I'm sharing, puts it in like, like a, like a coma like state. So they, they live longer, they last longer. So like I, I defrost them. Like I take a hand, few of them out and you watch them. They start to move when they start to, you know, reach that body temperature. And then I feed the frogs. And yeah, so I keep worms in my fridge. I sing circus tunes going up the stairs. Oh, That's it. I mean, what else do you want to do? Uh, I mean, it is going commando. So. <laughs> oh my God. It's so funny. Well, <laughs> mine's not funny, but I, I'm in my running gear because I like, I chose this morning instead of like busting my ass because my husband's now on the road. So it's me taking care of everything in the morning, getting the kid off to school. And I like to do my newfound, refound love for running, which is so awesome because <clears throat> I was starting with a walk and I'm like, oh, God, I hate walking. It's a loser. And then I like graduated to like an old man jog. So I'm up to an old man jog. Not old lady jog, because they're cooler. Old man jog where they like shuffle their feet. Like yeah. that's how I get <laughs> down the street. And then I go, <gasps> so... Um, and then I wanted to make my my diarrhea shake, so I just Literally. thought, you know, hey guys, here I am. Well, the <laughs> beauty is, uh, before we started recording, I put my met thing on, my camera on, and I went and I did some things, and I came and I sat down, and Angela comes and sits down. She goes, "Listen, I just went running. Um, I'm going to go have a quick diarrhea. <laughs> I'm going to go have a quick diarrhea. I'll be right back." <laughs> So, like 30 seconds later, that's how you know you're regular. Like 30 seconds later, she's like, all right, let's do this. Pretty impressive. Pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah. If anybody wants the uh, the recipe to this amazing detox really diarrhea maker shake, I actually, I decided to document it this morning. I take little pictures and I also take the banana peels and I boil them for my, for my garden to make the fertilizer and orange peels like oh I'm you got full granola on us man she went from long island to uh hugging trees with crystal oh no no out. just because it's so cool that i can do this like who knew that you could take orange peels and boil them and then it keeps the bugs off the leaves and mosquitoes away who knew thank god for ticky talk exactly and i make these uh i make these shake anyway so i have the things so it's cool so if anybody wants the the recipe we love these um they make you very very regular <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we joke, we call it the diarrhea maker, but it's not that uncomfortable, like, like, why? Like when you're in the bathroom, it's like, again, I clocked her in at like 15 seconds. Like, it's just like, <laughs> all right. 
<laughs> okay, let's go back to over here. Okay, sorry, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> we here on Going Commando and at Uniquely Female Collaboration are celebrating the season of empowerment. It's very, very exciting. Um, we're focusing this new season on Dana's 10 recommendments for personal empowerment. Um, she's got this book that she's written. We talk about it all the time. This genius book, 10 Recommendments for Personal Empowerment, second edition by Dana Sardano, published by Phenom Publishing, which is the two of us, by the way. <laughs> we also do that. And throughout the book, Dana's got these incredibly insightful and, um, you know, life-changing command recommendments. Like she recommend recommends that you that you do them to live a better life. So we've decided to focus on one recommendment a week. And last week we did "I Shall Not Claim Victimhood," which we had a little riff on. So if you want to watch episode twenty-two, that was pretty good. That was really good, actually. And today we're focusing on recommendment number two, which yep. is. So the second recommendment: I shall not become entrenched in my emotions. Rather, I shall trust my emotional guidance system and rely on this information to inform me of what I don't want in order to direct, excuse me, in order to direct me to what I do want. And uh, what's really, really cool about us filming about this recommendment today is um, I just created a webinar um, that on this on the, on this very recommendment. So just the whole concept of it. Um, is really so fresh in, you know, in all, all of this that I'm really looking forward to having a conversation about it today. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm super excited. We'll be offering Dana's um, course on this. So if anybody wants to take it, just go to uh, finduniquelyyou.com and you'll see a little thing to join our mailing list and we'll give you the updates and all that stuff or comment that you want, are interested and we'll make sure that you get all the information. But yeah, super exciting. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up. So <clears throat> I shall not become entrenched in my emotions. Yes. For some reason, Dane, of all the recommendments, this is the easiest one for me to remember. Huh? Yeah. Like it's just because I, I, I like I think it's because I, I understand the victimhood, but maybe it's because I'm not in that space anymore, or I've recovered from some of those things yeah. and overcome them. But every day there's an emotion. <laughs> every day there's something to come, and and even the 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 most like you know, perfectly, you know, harmonized person can have their pendulum swing one way or another, you know, every day. Yeah. It's, part it's part of yeah. life. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm snotty from my run. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and I'm sitting here with this shitty grin on my face, keep hearing in my head, Dane, I'm going to go make a quick diarrhea. Like, that's what I can't get out of my head. So if I look like I'm being smug, like, I just can't. <laughs> I'm just okay. so glad I'm married. I have to tell you that. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Right. This is definitely not our match.com profile right now. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so yes. So I again on, on, on a daily average, I was thinking about emojis. Christian just got these little emoji golf balls. Cause now all of a sudden golf is like a thing in my family. Maddie's obsessed and she wants to take Dave for father's day. I'm like, we're a golf family now, but yeah. <laughs> now we golf. Now we are. And I was thinking about like, the the range of emotions that i feel on a daily basis i could be feeling great and then all of a sudden something throws me off kilter and all of a sudden i'm like Ugh. and then something will be like i'll be calm you know what i mean like and then i get angry and i go through all of these things and i'm so aware of my emotions and the thing about being aware of them is that i don't let them become like you know i don't let it take over me i say i can say yep. i can recognize it yeah 
but when I'm feeling, um, when I'm in it, like when I'm in anger, you know, that's probably the hardest one to kind of step out of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a popular misconception uh, for people who like want to be balanced is to not have unpleasant emotions, right? Peace and love. Everybody's fine. here. You know what I mean? But really balance is when you experience these emotions and you recognize them as something that's alerting you to information. And then you're able to um, utilize them to assist you in decoding that information. That's the, the, the win. Yeah. Yeah. Can you walk me through a, like, let's go through a scenario so that people can really like get that home. So I have, um, I, 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 okay, here, Sunday night, you talked me off the ledge, right? I was in a, uh, I was going down a rabbit hole and I was feeling overwhelmed. That was my emotion because there were so many options presented to me and I couldn't quite see, I, I was down a rabbit yeah. hole and when we yeah. talked, so when we talked, you were like, wait, Right. Yeah, like- yeah. 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 So, so I'll, I'll definitely walk you through the steps, but I got to give a little bit of a context mm-hmm. if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So firstly, our emotions, our emotional guidance is one of many tools that we have to assist us in navigating the world that we live in. Right. First and foremost, and I don't want to start like presenting my whole webinar here, but first and foremost, like everything is information. And we perceive that information based on our lens, based on our filter, right? Which is created through our own experience and conditioning. I'll just leave that like mm-hmm. that. But we have many guidance systems. We have a physical guidance system. We have an emotional guidance system. We have our uh, energetic guidance system. We have our five senses, right? We're sentient beings. You know what I mean? Okay. Something doesn't feel right. It's your guidance. So we have all this, but what we do is we often take it, all of these, this guidance, take it for granted. And we learn how to ignore, how to tune it out, how to numb, all of that. So our emotional guidance is the big one because our emotions are about how we feel, right? It's all about how we're feeling. So when we have an emotion, any emotion, and we'll get very specific in a second, but we have any emotion, all it's doing is it's our guidance alerting us to what this information is is telling us right is it does it serve us does it not serve us is it something we want to do not want to do is the relationship we want to be and not want to be and that's all it does the pleasant emotions and we all know what they are love joy peace freedom right so those emotions was that said so quickly (laughs) those emotions alert us to do more things like that Right. Mm -hmm. And then the yucky emotions, the icky emotions, you know, like frustration and angst and worry and anger and all of those emotions are alerting us that something is not right for us. It's just like the hot cold game of where do I want to go now? What do I want to do here? Right. So uh, I'm in a situation where let's do relationships because everybody can relate to that. Right. Yeah. So you meet a significant other. And, you, and ooh, every, everybody's on their best behavior. First 90 days, nobody farts. Everybody's on their best behavior, right? <laughs> going diarrhea. Oh my God, right? After 90 days, it's like, oh my God, you know, everything. Oh, anyway, so first 90 days, everybody's on their best behavior. But then what happens is, oh my God, and I'm going to use a man because I'm talking about me in this scenario. 
right? So, oh my God, he's so great. Oh my God, you know, he's, he's so cute. Oh, I love hanging out with him. He makes me feel so good. These are all good emotions. I want to pursue this, right? Mm -hmm. Then he tells me he's going to pick me up at six o'clock. Okay. And no call, no text, no nothing. And he doesn't show up till 7.30. So how do I feel? I feel icky, right? Yes. I feel, I feel like my, if I really want to look at it, right? My needs don't matter. He doesn't really like me as much as I thought he liked me. I can't trust this guy. I can't count on this guy. Then he shows up and he's unapologetic. This guy mm -hmm. lacks compassion. He lacks empathy, right? And so now I decide, but what we do is we chase the dragon of, oh, but he's immune. I like him too much, right? Yeah. We kind of chase that. And what we tend to do is we ignore the red flag and we, we question, well, maybe, right? And we ignore it. And then... We continue in this relationship and then something will happen again. And if we really want, right, put the blinders on. If we really want this relationship, we ignore, we ignore, ignore. We become so deep and so mired in that relationship that by the time we're ready to cut it quits or let it go or the shit hit the fan or whatever it is, it's really, really, really difficult. Okay. What I would suggest to people in a situation like this is let's back up to the very beginning. Oh my God, I like him. He's so cute. He's so wonderful. Right. And then he does this thing instead of forgiving it, taking responsibility for it, you know, ignoring it and moving forward, just step back and see it for the information that's being presented. All of those things that I mentioned before, right. Um, you know, again, no respect for my feelings, no compassion, all of these things. I could still choose, but now I choose knowing what my options are, right? Yes. I can still choose to move forward, but with the awareness of this is what I'm dealing with. Yes. And then it's easier because everybody, you know what I mean? You never know. You never know. It could have been a fluke. It's worth a second chance. But at least you're in awareness of what's being presented to you and you can move forward. Yeah. What often happens when we become entrenched in our emotions is we we take all of our stuff that creates our filters, our baggage, our conditioning, our beliefs about ourselves, childhood traumas, whatever it is, and we apply it to, to that. So now he's the bad guy because he was late. He's the bad guy because he didn't care. He's a, a, a narcissist, right? He's abusive. He's, a, he's all of those things. So all of a sudden we project it onto them that they're all these terrible things. We become victimized. <laughs> Recommandment number one, and we continue this relationship and everything he does now, it becomes about the emotionality of it. So even though you asked me about emotions, the first three recommandments are so like in bed together that you can't have two without one. You can't have one without three. So I kind of touched on the other ones in that, but that's really what it looks like. This guy is not a bad guy. This guy is a guy that's got his own poor coping mechanisms, his own, you know, uh, disserving beliefs, his own habits and patterns that aren't in anybody's best interest, specifically his. Yeah. And so rather than make him the enemy, understand that this relationship, this person, this situation just doesn't serve me. So the only way to allow your emotions to work for you as the guide, as opposed to um, something to become mired or entrenched in, you have to have that awareness and pull back and look at them from all perspectives. Oh, so smart. You're so wicked smart. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, it's a, I, I totally, it makes so much sense when you can um, do just like, just that simple step back. Just take a step back from any moment that you're in. If you're feeling like nervous or something makes you want to throw up or you're, 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 you're excited, like overly excited, or, you know, I, I often would, uh, you know, meet someone in business and be like, oh my God, this person's going to save me. <laughs> I know. I've learned, I've learned, I've learned. <laughs> I'm like, oh, again, again. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I get very into like the, the moment. I do. I get entrenched in my emotions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easy to do because some emotions are fun. Excitement is the best. Excitement is the best. Excitement is the best. You know what um, burns my ass though? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to tell me what burns your ass. Here's what it's burns my diarrhea shakes. <laughs> Flame about this high, but here's what burns my ass. We have been taught over the years, everything has been reduced to cliches and one-liners and memes and stuff like that. There are so many little pearls of wisdom out there that are real pearls of wisdom that are dismissed or ignored or just taken at face value. And that's why people aren't getting the assist that they need. As an example, you know, you're in a situation and you're angry, count to 10. Right. So what am I going to do when I'm pissed off? One, two, three, four, five, six. And then at 10, I'm like, all right, I'm still pissed and I'm flipping tables. Right. But count to 10. If you, why are we counting to 10? To take pause, take a breath, not react. But in that counting to 10, we could ask ourselves questions. Okay. What's the evidence here? Am I seeing this through a clear lens? Am I carrying any baggage that I'm applying to this situation? What are this person's intentions? Are they, um, is it malintent or is this person just reacting? Like really, so you're taking that pause, you can count to 10, right? But you're taking that pause to now assess what the information is and step out of that, that um, entrenchment of your emotion. So that's what burns my ass. But that, but there's so many out there. When you hear people say, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Okay, so people like me flock together. No, no, people who are in alignment with one another tend to um, mesh well together. And if you want to be this and you're meshing with this, then you need to step out of this. Yes, birds of a feather flock together. People in alignment are attracted to one another. Oh, I could do this all day, but I'll stop. <laughs> I love it. I know it's true. It's um, it's almost like the the sayings that, that they're like just uh, band aids, because without understanding what they mean, or without really ha like having the awareness of what the the actions are truly trying to ch achieve for you, then it's just like it, it's like excuses. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's like a label. It's like oh well, it's that. Yeah, but but. You know, and it's funny because all the stuff that you hear me say that you tell me how wicked smart I am, which I appreciate, you can continue, that's fine. <laughs> but really all I'm doing is speaking universal truths that I have um, experienced and been able, because I ask myself the questions, been able to make sense of. But I see stuff all the time, just wise um, figures throughout history, whether it be something I read or whether it be, you know, in a book or, or you know, like, again, somebody quotes somebody. And I'm always like, oh, I didn't make this up. This is just truth and wisdom throughout, you know, millennia, from the beginning of time. 
that different people in different stages in history have their own spin and how they say it. And so I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not special. I'm just speaking the truth as my filter allows me to share. Well, it's true. Cause I'll see something that like Oprah will be quoted for or, and I'm like, that sounds like Dana. You know, It's funny. I just recently saw something about Oprah going, there's only two camps, love and fear. And I'm like, Hey, that's mine. That's not mine. We just both <laughs> developed the same insight, but because Oprah said it must be true. <laughs> <laughs> or, or what's with me when, when, uh, Oh, Aaron Dowdy. <laughs> Oh my God. I, I don't know if, and if anybody who's watching this, they know who Aaron Dowdy is, but he's like a, a new, like a millennial, uh, you know, a, what is YouTuber. he like? A, he's like a YouTuber, spiritual guy. Spiritual like guy. A, and he's got all this wisdom. And when Angela and I reconnected a couple of years ago and I would <laughs> tell her stuff and she, uh, you know, I always knew when Angela didn't like get what I was saying or wasn't picking up what I was putting down. Cause she was always like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Right. That's and then that's interesting. Right. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay. It's going to take a little time, right? So then she would go and she would see something that Aaron Dowdy said. And she goes, you know what Aaron Dowdy said? And I'm yeah. like, oh, let me guess, right? So now, so now, like, like, it's not now so much, but like then it would continue and I would say something to her. And as soon as I feel the pause, I'm like, oh, go ask Aaron and get back. <laughs> well, it's almost like it validated what I was hearing. You know? 100%. And listen, if you believed like the shit that I'm spewing right out of the gate, then that doesn't say anything about you and your um, problem solving skills and your, your intellect and your curiosity. It's a testament to you that you didn't just blindly listen to what I had to, or have to say. It's truly a testament because again, I'll get off this soapbox in like, I don't know, you could time me in like 12 seconds. But the problem we have in the world today is people are seeing sound bites and snippets all the time. And if it aligns with their ideology, then it must be true. And, and people in general aren't questioning. And because they're not questioning, um, they're, they're, they're misinformed, period. And, and they're staunch about it, right? And they're misinformed. And it's funny, the Socratic method, Socratic method, I can get into this whole dissertation about the Socratic method, but the Socratic method, Socrates, if that wasn't clear, it was just about questioning, just questioning, questioning, questioning. And so when I learned about the Socratic method, I was like, oh, I do that. Oh, Oprah said it. Oh, yeah, it must be true. <laughs> oh, Socrates said it, so it really must be true. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I just want to end with... Uh, uh, it's really funny because you don't realize what you do and say, right? I never really realized what that, oh, that's interesting meant to you, you know? And yesterday we were in the car and Christian was like, mommy, mommy. He always, mom, mom, you know, it's four years old. Gotta show me everything. And he's like, I have to show you something. It's really funny. And don't say that's hilarious because he knows that when I say that I'm not paying attention and I'm blowing him off four years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No people, people are paying attention. Yeah. Well, that's hilarious. That is, um, that's funny, actually. <laughs> that's like your dismissal. Oh, that's my mother. Oh, that's nice. Uh, yeah. Don't say that's hilarious, mom. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I guess I blow them off enough that it's become a thing. <laughs> it's annoying. Mom, 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 mom. Look at this. Look at this. Mommy, look at this. And I love him. Love him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twelve, same. Like this morning, she was up my ass about something. We we're having breakfast, and I was just like, "Oh my god, just stop!" <laughs> She's like, "What?" And meanwhile, I'm talking to myself. 
<laughs> I'm going to myself because now I know why the adults of my life just wanted to. <laughs> and now, oh, oh, this is so good. This is so good. And then I promise to yeah. stop. So now Rob's always telling me that, you know, I, he says it with humor, but he's like, it just, he goes, you're so confusing. He's like, you're so, this is when we first met. You're so beautiful, but I just like, I just want to punch you right in the face. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a gift, right? So, and he's always talking about how like the Sargano trait, like there's like something to it. So Nala says to me in the car yesterday, my friend Callie, again, my Nala impression. My friend Callie said that I had a punchable face. <laughs> and I said, yes, that's the Sargano in you. So I was telling Rob and Rob is like, yeah, man, the Sargano's guys are such assholes, right? He goes, here's the thing. It's like the Venn diagram. He's like, all Sardanos are assholes, but not all assholes are Sardanos. And I'll close with that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right, guys, we'll close this up with that. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> With Sardano's being assholes. <laughs> and uh, next week, join us for recommendment number three. Um, visit finduniquelyyou.com for all of our stuff. Join us to an, uh, the joy of the season of empowerment. We've got lots of cool stuff for you. And uh, that's it. I'm not yep. going to go on and on. No, no opening credits, ending credits. And keep an eye out for my, my webinar about your, uh, basically, your emotional GPS, how to help you navigate through... Uh, Yes, and, and you're, you're making the, the journal we're giving away. We're giving yeah, away yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. That's how you know yeah. it's good because I'm on the computer like. I know, you're like, I just recorded my webinar. I'm like, we just talked about it five minutes ago. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to redesign the website. God, yeah, God. yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> midnight, I get the whole the whole redesign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when it feels good, that's, that's your tell. So yeah. enough about that. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for watching this episode of Going Commando, Season 3, 10 Recommandments. We're so excited. Please subscribe to our channel so you too can become empowered. This episode is brought to you by Uniquely Phenom Collaboration. We provide tools and resources designed for creators by creators. Visit uniquelyphenom.com for more information.